Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. The tinsel's hung, the popcorn has been threaded, the lights are on, the garland is up, the trees have been fluffed. Jenny just finished a nice hot cup of hot cocoa with marshmallows, maybe, maybe not. The log needs another fire. The fire needs another log? Yes, that too. <laughs> Which means this is the Instructional Coaching Corner Christmas Extravaganza 2017 edition. Jenny? How's it going? You're a Christmas buff. I am. I'm super excited about this. This could be my favorite one. I mean, everything else means so much more probably than this one, but this one's just fun. Okay, so let's let's let our viewers know that we have to do our public service announcement. If you have downloaded this episode and are thinking, I'm going to listen to this and get 22 minutes (laughs) to 25 minutes of excellent content that I can turn around and uh, utilize in my classroom, (laughs) you are absolutely... Wrong. Wrong. Um, Not going to happen this time. But hey, maybe you have a 25-minute commute and you just want to laugh or giggle, learn a little bit more about Jenny and I. This would be perfect cause, because we are going to talk Christmas. And that's, some, that's a pretty serious envelope. Like, that's top yes. secret. So, Jenny, you don't really know what I did here. Let I me don't. tell you, though, because the listeners are going to need to know, too. However, in big, bright red letters, it says, do not open until recording. So, so I'm curious. secret. What is it? So inside here are 10 to 12 questions. Okay. All around the uh, topic of Christmas. Like, what's your favorite? Blah, blah, blah. I have no idea which ones are in here. I gave a trusted friend of mine about a list of 30, and that person narrowed it down to... 10 to 12. Does this person They're know us? There. Yes. I'm not, okay. I'm not at liberty to discuss who that person is. They gave me this, <laughs> and I wrote, questions for ICC Christmas special. Do not open until recording. And even on the back, just so we know it hasn't legit. been opened yet, the words Bobcat are written, and uh, it's not torn. It's not. That's legit. So we need to get this started. All right. Let's do All it. All right. You want some holiday instrumental music on yeah. while we're? As I'm opening it up. It's sealed pretty good. Did you lick that shut? Ah, uh, yeah. Do you find that gross? Yes, I do. Some people do not find it gross. My I wife think. thinks it's disgusting. But I am a, uh, it's made to be licked. I'm licking the envelope. I'm afraid of getting a paper cut on my tongue. I hate paper cuts on my fingers, so it'd be even worse on my... That would hurt. Yeah. You ready for question number one? I am ready for question number one. All right. Here it is. Okay. Do you like Christmas decorations? How do you feel about the colors of red and green together? I'm going to let you go first with that, Jenny. All right. Well, I think it's obvious that I love Christmas. Um, The colors of red and green I love. And actually, every time you see them, it makes me think of Christmas. So I really like them during Christmas time. But otherwise, I prefer them not to be together because it does bring up that feeling of Christmas. But I love the colors red and green together. So I've never really thought about colors red and green together. I don't mind it. I don't know if I'd say it reminds me of Christmas every time I see it. Um, As far as decorations, I absolutely love Christmas decorations. It's my favorite. What's your favorite decoration in your house? Um, So we have a nativity scene on the outside. I saw it. And it is the blow mold, like the plastic Mary and Joseph. You know, they're probably three foot tall. We got... A flock of sheep. You know, most people have like maybe two sheep. We have three. We have two donkeys, a camel, a cow, (laughs) three wise men, a shepherd, baby Jesus, 
Mary and Joseph, and a star. And they all are housed inside like a four-foot-by-four-foot nativity scene, like made out of wood cedar. I think I need to come back to your house because I walked by that just three days ago. Really? You have that much? It's total, yeah, it's total nostalgia. Huh. I have to go back and check it out. They're getting all like the paint's starting to fall off some and some of them are like starting to get thin and cracked and stuff. Just still, it's just, when I think of Christmas decorations, that's right where my mind goes. And the fact that they're like old and kind of falling apart Mm -hmm. makes it even better. Yeah. So at my house, I have a nativity set in my house that goes underneath my tree that was my grandma's. Is it plastic? Oh, no. It is porcelain. It's completely breakable. And actually, um, when Claire, my oldest, was two, bad me, I had it on a low shelf, and she got a hold of one of the wise men. So we no longer have the three wise men. We have two. But that broke my heart because that was my grandma's set. But that is the one thing that, that is the last thing that we put out every single year. And we all sit down together and put it out. Where is the third Wiseman then? It shattered. So it's not like. There was no like putting a, it back like together. like a cup with the Wiseman in it just <laughs> next to the other Wiseman. No, because so, that would break my heart every year getting it back out. <laughs> what's funny is you say your grandma gave you it. Yep. Guess who gave me my nativity set that's in our front yard? Did you get it from your grandma? My grandma and grandpa. That's awesome. And I just think it's funny because your grandma's probably like, Jenny, you're sophisticated and intelligent. Here's a nice porcelain set. And my grandma's probably like, Greg, you're a redneck. And (laughs) these look really nice outside in the dead of winter. We're giving you the plastic ones. But it looks really awesome. They do look good. They look good. They're probably all blown over today because it's been like 35 mile an hour winds. But warm, but tomorrow we're in for that shock of winter. Bring it on. Bring it on. You ready ready. for the next question? I am. That was a good one. I don't know if we're going to get through all these. We're just going to go as much as we have time. I get to pick the next one. All right. Okay. Are there any special foods or drinks you enjoy at Christmas time that are unique to the Christmas period? Hmm. Boy, that's a tough one. Want me to lead off? Yeah, I do. Okay. When I think of Christmas food, I think like a line of crock pots with like meatballs in one little little smokies in another and like 18 different kinds of cheese dip with sausage <laughs> in it like the stuff with yeah. that the base of that stuff is like Velveeta so yes. you know it's good right and most likely clogs your arteries like you can feel your <laughs> arteries and heart just like hardening as you eat the stuff but it's delicious I guess in my family like I always have enjoyed like the appetizers of Christmas as opposed to like the big meal. The big meal. Well, I was, when I think big meal, I, was, I think Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That, that's what kind of threw me for a loop on that one. Okay, so growing up, um, my, my Wagner side, the Wagner family, we had a big family. And when we would go for Christmases, my grandpa drove a milk route. And so every year, whoever drove the milk route in the morning, um, we're originally Cheddarheads. Not me, but my dad was a Cheddarhead. We've from Wisconsin? From Wisconsin. So my grandpa used to own a cheese factory, so he would actually make the cheese and all of that. So dad, dad's family is huge and in love with cheese curds. Not like the cheese curds that you buy at a grocery store in Iowa that's not fresh. We're talking like out of the tank, fresh cheese curds that squeak and is still warm. Okay. I, I think we had a disagreement on cheese curds once. Mm-hmm. We were at a training somewhere, and I bought some at a gas station. 
And it was gross. And you I'm can't like, eat I'm like, these are pretty good. And oh. you can kind of hear something squeaking maybe. And you're that like, was your you're teeth. Like, Greg, these, <laughs> these are disgusting. You need to throw them away. I'm going to buy you fresh cheese crits right, sometime. I'm ready. No, but so I just, I think I go back to that, those Christmases when we were little and whoever did the milk route that morning. So grandpa sold the cheese factory. They moved to Iowa. He became a, a milk. He hauled milk. And whoever did the milk route that morning, whether it would have been grandpa or any of my uncles, they would go to Wisconsin. They would drop off the milk and they would bring back like 20 pounds of cheese curds. And so... That night at Christmas, the Wagners ate cheese curds, and all of our stomachs hurt. And for... no one went to the bathroom for two days. <laughs> it was a long time. So I would say cheese curds would be the the, the food that re- that reminds me of Christmas. Just straight up cheese curds? Straight no, up cheese not curds. Not like fried and breaded? Oh, no. No, okay. you're ruining it then. I'm, I'm just Americanizing it. <laughs> I'm going to bring you fresh right. Wisconsin cheese I curds I will sometime. take some. Okay. You want to take the next question? I do. Think you can handle it? I think so. All right. Do you enjoy Christmas songs? Which is your favorite? Yes. And I don't like them until like after Thanksgiving. We've had this conversation. Eye roll insert there. What? Insert eye roll there. Oh. Mine. Yes. So (laughs) in my mind, they need to come after Thanksgiving and not after the first of the year. So there is a window, but I love it. Uh, I have a station on my car where it's continuous Christmas music, and I'm proud to say my station's always there. My favorite song, last year, people may remember the Metallica version of Oh, Holy Night, which could be topped by the ACDC version of The Stars Are Brightly Shining. However... I think my taste is changing or evolving. I This year, I've really been enjoying I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. I think you brought this one up last year. I don't think that's one I know. Um, I have to listen to that one. So it's kind of just, it, it's more of a somber song, song as far as like this this guy knowing what Christmas is about, but not really feeling that that's what is going on all around him. And then kind of just thinking like, what what is this really about? Yep. And then kind of like, sad that this is where it's what it's become about so i would agree i love christmas music we will agree to disagree that it is okay to listen to christmas music before thanksgiving because i think i may have had it on since november 1st and so you go like right from monster mash to silent night 100 percent. and actually okay so put it that way i was listening to it before halloween that's sick I just love Christmas music. I love the words. I love the artists when they sing it. So my favorite one is an Alabama one, um, and it's Santa Claus, I Still Believe in You. Okay. And it's all about, I think we've had this discussion before, so this one is kind of somber, but it's all about Christmas memories. So like going to Christmases and having the memories of like your grandpa sitting in the big old recliner and that the belief in Santa Claus isn't the the figure of Santa Claus, but that feeling of believing in somebody that brings everybody together. Mm-hmm. Um, I am one hundred percent. When it comes to Christmas, I know the tr- like the true meaning for me is that you know Jesus was born. That's my faith. Um, but this one just it brings back all of those Christmas memories and the Christmas memories of 
being with family and all those things that you remember. My grandpa coming out, playing Silent Night on his harmonica after supper. Before we could open up a present, grandpa would get out either his accordion or his harmonica, which he was amazing at. And he would either play Silent Night or Oh Call Molly Faithful. So, but that song, um, Santa Claus, I Still Believe in You, just brings me back and makes me think of all of those memories of when I was a child. That's awesome, Jenny. Isn't it crazy how music can do that? And that's why I like that. That's why I I, I might put it on in July sometimes. I think what I like about Christmas music too is you can, there's there's a set number of songs and new Christmas songs come out, but you have so many different artists singing the same song and taking Mm -hmm. like different renditions on it, slowing it down, speeding it up, other music things that people do with like tempo and stuff like that. Who's your favorite old time artist for singing Christmas music? I have mine. I really like Johnny Cash's Christmas album. It is one where it's just like, if this wasn't Johnny Cash, this would like suck. Because it's kind of like gravelly, and he's like, <laughs> you know, he's got that gravel in his voice. Metallica? No, not so much. But <laughs> just more of a gravelly voice because he was older when he sang yes. it. I, I just love it. Mine is Burl Ives. Never heard of him or her. What? Burl? Burl. He's the snowman in Rudolph. He's oh, the... the narrator. Yes. Yeah, I didn't That's know he had a Christmas album. Well, it's he sings all of those songs in the show. I did not know that. Well, you learned something new today. Thank you. All right. All right. So do you want to do another? I'm going to do another one since you got to do the first two. I want to get a tough one out. These are, I feel They're like these are easy. easy. Yeah. This is a good one. All right. I'm ready. What kind of weather do you prefer to have at Christmas time? Is a white Christmas typical for you? Yes. Are you one of those people that are like, it can come three days before Christmas and then after it has to be gone? No. Here's what I just said in the lounge the other day. Okay. People eyeballed me down and were throwing forks and stuff at me. I said, it's December. We can have snow. We can have snow in January. We can have snow in February. And and then in March, it needs to start melting. I am totally on board. Like, we live in Iowa, people, Mm -hmm. where it's it's winter. It's going to be cold. And if it's going to be cold, we might as well have snow. Yes. I love snow. There is nothing better. And you have a fireplace in your basement now. Yeah. There is nothing better than sitting and watching a snowstorm While you're sitting by the fire, drinking a cup of hot chocolate with the marshmallows filled to the brim. Eating cheese Uh, curds. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I think winter and snow is, I love winter. People are I'm a fan of winter too. I love it. And actually, so Mr. Myers, if Mr. Myers is listening right now, he knows my love of snow. And so every year, he's not in our building anymore. Mr. Carl Myers? Yes. Hey, Carl. He's not in our building anymore, but he always, every single year, somehow a sign would end up on my door that said, just say no to snow with a big old snowflake and an X through it every single year. As soon as it would start to get cold and I would get giddy about snow, he would put that on my door. People like that move to Florida. Yep. This is Iowa. When I was in the classroom and I was teaching, the very f- I would wait. I would know when it was going to snow. The second I would see the first snowflake, I would open up my curtains. I would stop all instruction. I would tell the kids to climb up on the counters, and we would watch it snow. And then we would go back to our desk, and we would talk about our feelings. Write about how, it, how you feel right now watching it, it snow. It is exciting, though, it having is. a snowstorm at an elementary school, and it's like oh, it's coming yeah. down and yeah. so forth. Kids now know that I love snow. So when that day that it snowed, 
on and off just a mm-hmm. little bit. I had kids walking by. Mrs. Hillebrand, did you see it snowing outside? So I love it. I love white white Christmas. Snow is good. Snow is good. And it's funny because I think of like all the Hallmark Christmas movies my wife watches. Every one of them, it's in snow. Yep. Or at and if the it's most... like in the tropics, it's like we're not even watching this one. Yeah. Not we. You're not watching this. So I would never. Did you know that that we we don't get the Hallmark Channel normally? Mm-hmm. And this weekend it was free weekend Hallmark. Oh my! I was so unproductive. I videotaped at least, or I DVR'd. I didn't videotape. I DVR'd at least a dozen of them, and they will be on repeat every weekend now. Christy watched uh, a Smoky Mountain Christmas oh, with the kids the other day. Is that John Denver and Reba McIntyre? No, it's Dolly. Or yeah, not Reba. Dolly. And, Dolly uh, partner. Is it John Denver? There? I don't think John Denver's in it. But um, <laughs> Caleb asks. Why is that lady's hair so big? <laughs> <laughs> That's all yes. I'm uh, glad. Yeah. I'll go get my senior pictures out. He can see some big hair. All right. Okay. Which do you enjoy more, giving or receiving gifts? This is easy for me. I love giving. Why? I love, see, I'm big on making sure that the gifts that I give are pretty meaningful. Like Jason could say something back in February that he wants for Christmas and I will remember it so that when it's the next Christmas, I will get it for him. And that that is like important to me. I love giving gifts that they don't have to cost a lot, but I love giving gifts that are super meaningful and things that they may have said a long time ago that they would like. And I remember that and then that's what I give. So I love giving. I love seeing the people's faces. Does Jason return that same love of giving? Uh, what's the next question? <laughs> 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 so I'm taking that as no. I love so you, honey. No. I, <laughs> no. I am like a Jason, I feel like. Okay. As far as I just don't get into it. I but I don't really enjoy receiving gifts either. In my mind, I want to get to the point where and say like unless you're under 18, you don't get any gifts from me. I want to do that sometime. Really? Yeah, just I feel like so many times people are stressed about spending money, getting gifts, going to the stores and and all this stuff that it just puts people in a bad mood. I can see that. Amazon Prime has been my friend. It is mine, too. Christy and I sat down to do some shopping the other night, put the kids in bed, and was like, hey, hon, let's go <laughs> shopping. She pulled out her phone, I pulled out my phone, and we started ordering stuff. Yeah. It worked out great. Actually, though, you know, I, we took my mom shopping this weekend. So every year, my sister-in-law and I always take mom shopping to get her gifts. And um, it's funny because she gets she gets a little grumpy if we don't get going right away mm-hmm. and if she if it, she because she gets anxious that we're not going to get the right gift or we're not going to get what we want um but even there's something to be said about the hustle and bustle of being in the mall and seeing, like you enjoy that i do oh. not not like the week before i'm talking not the day not black friday not the day after thanksgiving i refuse i did that one year and i refuse to ever do that again but a couple weeks after black friday a couple weeks before christmas it's busy but it's not complete chaos with all those last minute shoppers Mm -hmm. so i don't mind it i i like it i do okay it just puts me in the spirit i don't get cranky about that kind of stuff see it just i don't like getting bumped into by people you don't like to be touched yeah and it's just you just oh we drove by the menards on black friday and it was just like you gotta be crazy people in there saving two dollars for a pair of slippers and a blanket exactly waiting for (laughs) waiting in line for like 
four hours probably. And the funny thing is for those people who do Black Friday shopping, it is because of that feeling of saving and getting up early and help. I like my bed at 2 o'clock in the morning when the store's open. To each their own, though. Someone wants to do that, hey, go out and do it. Exactly. Let's see if we got time for one more. One more. All right, here we go. Okay. Uh, the first part of this we kind of already answered. Okay. So talking about our Christmas trees at our house, real or fake, which do you think is better? The correct answer here is real. Real. I agree. The Detmeyers have a fake tree on the upstairs. Okay. Now that our basement is 90% completed, I am going to go buy a real tree probably within the next week and put it up down there. I'm going to get some old classic light bulbs, like the big ones. The big ones. And I'm going to put them on there, and we're going to have both. I like that idea. So we were going to do that. Real or fake one upstairs, real one downstairs. Um, Didn't happen. We have two fake ones. I like the real ones. So when Jason and I were first married, we got two trees and... One of them, he said to me, he's like, Jenny, that tree is too big for our house. I'm like, it's not too big for our house. I'm like, our front living room's big. It'll fit perfect. So we put this tree up. And of course, you know, they tie it. Mm -hmm. And Jason's brother, uh, Justin, came along with us to go pick up these trees. And so we had two trees. One was small for the back room. One was, you know, the one I wanted. And Jason kept telling me it was too big. And Justin laughed. He had to sit on the trees in the back of the truck because the tree that I had picked out wouldn't go through that shoot thing oh, yeah. that like wraps it up. It was too big. Okay. That should have been indicator number one that we shouldn't bring this tree home. But we did. They're like, this is the only tree that we cannot do this with. So we brought it home and we got it into the living room and I think they tied it. Like I think they just took twine string and tried mm-hmm. to tie it for us. So we unclipped the first twine, and I felt like Jason was Clark Griswold. The tree <laughs> took up half the living room. Woof, woof. <laughs> took up half the living room, and I, I looked at him like, all right, you were right. I'm like, but we have nothing in this corner. Let's just move it to the corner. So we did that, and it took up the entire corner of the living room. And uh, that January, his brother got married. So that ended up being, it was so big, it ended up being the backdrop to their main table at their wedding reception. Oh, my. When we took it out of the house, um, it actually, the door frame of the, the front door, we had to replace that because it was so big, it took four people to push the tree through and two to pull it out. It's a multi-use tree. Yeah. I learned my lesson, so we haven't had a real tree since that. I just want a little one. Yeah. Even... And we may disagree here, but in my mind, like, I don't think you should go too crazy and elegant on a Christmas tree. I agree. I think it has to have a, have to have a certain element of, like, just old school, like, people were putting a tree in our house and throwing lights on it and decorating it. Like, I, I, <laughs> some people make very beautiful trees, but, like, in my house, it has to be, like, almost like a nostalgic tree that you'd see on, like, a Christmas story. Mm-hmm. I love when my kids make ornaments and they can go on the tree. We joke when my mom puts up her tree that she has all of our old ornaments. but In the they, box. Or the back. The back of the nobody tree? nobody sees. Yes. So my mom had surgery this year right before um, Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving break, we went and we helped her put her tree up. 
And of course, my brothers weren't there. So I made sure to put, I, ha I have a little mouse that's made out of two little wooden balls and it has um, pipe cleaners for the ears and the tail. And it says, you know, baby's first Christmas, Jenny, 1979. Oop, I just said, oop, there we go. I'm Back in the, the 70s. 70s. So this thing is pretty ancient. <laughs> it is, but it is in great shape. So Jason, or so I was helping decorate mom's tree and I put it right on the front of the tree and I sent a picture to my brothers and I said, here's what happens when you help mom put up the Christmas tree. All of your childhood ornaments come to the front. Has she moved them since? I don't know. I haven't looked. I should did. look. I bet she moved them because yep. that would bother her to have that old one in front. Just boom right there. Yeah, because she's see. the one that gets new ornaments every year and the really fancy pretty. Her tree is beautiful, but she definitely has the elegant, fancy, pretty tree. I'm terrified of some of these bulbs, too. Like if you drop like a nice glass bulb, oh, yeah. things like jagged and blast into like a thousand pieces yep. and with our little kids going around yeah you wouldn't want that to happen too dangerous absolutely well jenny that concludes our christmas special this time i just want to take all a moment and tell all the listeners hey have a merry christmas enjoy the holidays we will be back in 2018 with uh some additional material and uh keep chugging along so merry christmas thanks for listening Thanks for being awesome listeners. This is, it's been a great year. All right. And we're not going to do our normal ending. We're just going to sing. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Go, Jenny. <laughs> All right. Have a great Christmas, everybody. All right. Be awesome. <laughs>